This is The M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde. I'm Nick Hyde. And welcome to The M Word podcast, the podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours. We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort. Well, hello. Well, it is, hello and good morning. It's you're saying good morning. It's is it? Well, I just thought on the balance of probabilities, I think more people would listen to it in the morning. And we did say good evening last time, so, so that makes it you fair. Know, mixing it up, crazy. Yes, even though it is Saturday evening for us as we're recording this. Yeah. Now anyway, it's, it's going to muck with people's yeah. brains, isn't it? Well, well, we could take that risk. Anyway, it is episode 25. It is 25 episodes. Yes. It's not bad, which yes. must mean we're nearly there for a year. Fortnightly, we, we 26 are. episodes, or that'll be it. Yes, we are nearly there, aren't we? A whole wow. year. Why do you email in if you've listened to all 25 episodes? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, send us yeah. an email to let us know. That's just with my mum, basically, won't yeah. it? <laughs> Hi, Mum. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yay. Uh, Send us an email. And we've got another favourite listener who who's also in that group. And we'll be That's referring right. to him a bit later. Yes, we mm. will. Because... Or tantalising. No, no You know clues. who you are. You know who you are. Anyway, um, Valentine's Day. Love it or hate it. Yes, that's the title. Yes. People probably saw that on the podcast. They, they would have seen that. But the point is, it's nearly Valentine's Day. So it is. It, you know, we're doing... That's a good point. It is nearly Valentine's Day. I need to think about that, don't I? Yeah, yes, you do. Really I mean, I'd well. like to. That's yes. what I mean. Yes. Do you love to think about it or do you hate to think about it? Um, can I be in the middle or does that ruin the title? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. Oh, does dear. No, oh. I love Valentine's, darling. No, you don't You don't have to love it. If you yeah, don't. No, I quite like it. Yeah, no, that's fine. We, well, we're going to talk about that in a bit anyway. Yeah, we are. We're getting too much onto that bit yeah. because we the want end. to do Thank you for listening. a bit of catching up, don't we, first of all? We do, firstly. So, yeah, how are you now, doing? Well, I'm doing fine, but shock horror, everybody. Anybody who, well... Anybody's listening that's friends of ours who know Nick quite well, mm, they I'm might know. Now. They might know that he he hasn't been somebody who's kind of kept up with old friends. Ah, uh, yeah, I've not been good at that. If you are one of my current friends, um, it's okay because you're married to me now, Nick. So we'll we'll stay in touch. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah, so friends before we got married. Yeah, they just don't. They don't stand a chance. Don't register. Yeah, but. But because I mean, it's not that I don't like them. No. It's just I'm not very good at keeping up with them. No, and, and I have encouraged you to do that, haven't I? You have. But anyway, this is all leading to me just going out and hanging out with some of my mates from school, which yes. is quite cool because that's from like 30 years ago. Yeah. So I went to London and met up with uh, four or five friends who I knew at school, went to Covent Garden, had some curry, had some beer, yeah. and all in all, a very nice evening. So thank you, Doug, if you're listening, for organising that. <laughs> Is it? Did you tell him about the N-word? He doesn't know we do a podcast, now. No, you need to tell him. Tell him he's got a mention. Well, at some point, this might become massive, and he might then go back and listen yes, to them all, and yes. he'll go, oh, I remember that. Yes, he might do. I think you should tell him now that you've mentioned him, though, because most people are a bit intrigued, aren't they, if they get okay. a mention? I'll send him a little Send him a, uh, a, send little, him a little message saying, look, you get a mention here. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's kind of, that's the big news, really, for Nick. He had a reunion with his friends from school. You're taking the mic? Did they, no, I think it's I think it's great. Did I they look very different? The um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't look that different. Well, just, some of them did. No, I can't say that. Actually, they, it's just that it's weird, isn't it? You you see teenagers and think, well, they're young and annoying. I mean, obviously, that's a huge generalisation. They're delightful as well. Um, so were they now old and annoying? Or were they- <laughs> and you think, ah, uh, but when you... Anyway, it's just weird because it's like the same people. It's like you were... Like, but they can't be the same people, but they felt like the same people. Well, in many ways, we are the same. And they're lovely people. Too. I think I need to 
keep Make up. an effort. So at the very least, we're going to do curry every year in Covent Garden this time of year. Well, that's very good. So you can hear the next so. about the next instalment this time yeah, next year, episode roughly. 50. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the one. We'll talk about curry yeah. in London. Anyway, um, so that's that. Um, I did an interview this week with Premier Radio and we the also, Youth and Children's Oh no, we, we popped down to see Friends in Margate. I might have mentioned that before. We did. That again was Friends that I barely seen for 20 years. Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. I know, it's a running thing. Let's move on. Moving yes, on. Go so on, you, anyway, you say something. So yeah, so I did this interview with Youth and Children's Work magazine and they were asking about marriage and stuff like that. So that was good to do. Um, and I, well, really, really a big, big important thing for me because... What's that? You know, obviously, um, well... This is the M Word podcast. It's for everybody. But people know that we're married and I'm involved with Marriage Foundation and Marriage Week. Ah, uh, yes. And we are, well, the next Marriage Week campaign is the 11th to the 17th of May. <laughs> but I've always wanted it to be a campaign that everybody can join in with if you're in a relationship to think about strengthening invest in your relation, investing in your relationship. And this year... There is a real opportunity for us to talk about the forever conversation. This, and is, in the fact, big, this is the big announcement of the 2020 National Marriage Week theme. I <laughs> you mean, it's heard not, it here first. It's not apart been from announced on anywhere, tweet. is it? I did tweet about it. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh. That's fine. This, but this is this is really special. This is. It's, I love doing the M Word podcast. So this is very special. Yeah. So it's called the Forever Conversation, and for you regular listeners, you know what we're talking about when we talk about the Forever Conversation. We've got a whole episode you know? about it. It's like a conversation that goes on and on <laughs> and on. <laughs> Sounds like you're being a bit rude there. I feel. Ah uh, yes, like I was. You're, you're digging at me slightly. Ah, uh, it's just a little. little yeah. Okay. The forever conversation is not a conversation that goes on at no. length. No, what is it, Nick? It is a conversation where you actually say, "Hey, do you know what? I've been in this relationship for a while. Where's it going?" Yeah. As in, are, what are we, we doing? Are we just going to sort of not mention stuff and stay together? Or are we going to sit down and go, "Right, is this a a, a relationship which we are going to commit to long term, regardless of what challenges come along?" That's exactly. a forever conversation. Now, you may be thinking, but hang on a second, it's marriage week. I thought it was for married couples. I was thinking, oh no, well, sorry, rhetorical so, question. No, <laughs> indeed. You're talking to the listener. I am, I am. The listeners, listeners. Well, I'd like to, it's like make yeah. it personal. It's like, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm talking to the listener. You can yes. say I'm talking I hope to you're you. Listening. Yes, okay. So, the other side of it is, you see, that if you have been together, like we've been married for 20 years, the question we would ask each other is, what are we doing to make this relationship last forever? So that's the challenge. That's the question. Yeah. And it's a good one, isn't it? And it's it why is. we do the M Word podcast really to maintain our relationship. No, to, <laughs> to be able <laughs> to, a chance to talk about encourage people to talk about their relationship, to strengthen yeah. it, etc. So that was really good. And we had all of our partners in this really nice, lovely room in London. So all of our partners. This is something you need to tell me. <laughs> Ah, yes, that's not how we keep our relationship going on forever. No, no that's the, the, the partners. Where's this going? I know, let's stop now. The marriage week partners. So the, the partners oh, who, sorry. Yes, who support yes, it. So other people that champion, you know, positive relationships and marriage who yes. say this is worth thinking about. So that happened this week. So there'll be more news about that campaign. Mm. And it is for all of you, whoever you are. So do keep listening in to what's going on and you know, yeah, look, at, look at Marriage Week on um, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'm doing some vlogs as well. Some vlogs. Some vlogs, yes. Oh, so, wow, so very do modern. Have You're a look so at that. youthful. Oh, well, yes. But anyway, 
We're at the point where we say what's in the news. Yeah, what is in the news? Well, there was a Daily Mail quiz about relationships. <gasps> and it did actually look like it was... I thought, oh, this would be a good thing to talk about on the M-word. But then we've had some other stuff. And so it's being... We just can't do everything, can we? No, we've still got that interview to do with my parents, which is going to come up. We we are doing it. I'm mentioning it now just as a sense of accountability. It will be happening. Um, But so the Daily Mail thing was all like these questions that some scientists have put together to talk about, how you know, about your relationship lasting and working. So it was kind of interesting. And there's some good questions. So I thought, I'm saving that. I'm saving that. Okay, so we shall come back to that. It'll be what was in the news. So, well, the biggest news is... What's in the news? We had an email. (laughs) We did. Whenever we get... Email from a listener, then we get very excited. It's like a special day, it isn't is. it? It is. And a special if you're day. thinking, yes, I mean to send that email to them, mm. the M word podcast at gmail.com. I mean, that's pretty easy, isn't it? It is. And it's a special day for us. So just imagine the joy that it brings us when yeah. you send an email. Just send an email. It's not and that say we're hi. begging for emails, but we are mm. begging you to send us some emails. I mean, just say, hey, I've listened to one of your episodes and it was okay. That, yeah. that would cheer us yeah. up. Yeah. And I would read that out. I'd read that out. That'd be yeah. fine. So anyway, Send Phil. Email. Phil has emailed us in. Thank you, Phil. And um, yeah, and it, it's a well. In fact, he emailed us two weeks ago, but or just yeah, just sort of um, under two weeks ago, two, over two weeks ago rather. I don't. But know. anyway, we had already recorded the last podcast. It was too late for the last podcast. Uh, so yes, so it. this is. I'll, I'll read the email to you. Um, yes, please. And uh, this is what he says. That's me acting, because I've heard it already. I know, I know, but you probably have forgotten some of it anyway, so <laughs> probably as well to do it. So rude. Well, forever conversation, you said earlier. Ah, committed. So, Great. hi, Michaela and Nick. That's you and I here. Um, I have a confession to make. I'm an avid follower of The Archers. Now, pause a minute. The Archers. Have you ever listened to The Archers? I didn't. Is that the tune, is it? Now, I want to, at this point, just to say everybody who's... That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Everybody's listening. Please carry on listening, because some people might think, I don't know who the archers are, Mm. you know. And, well, anyway, so Phil goes on to explain. It's the long-running BBC radio soap opera and, quotes, everyday story of country folk close quotes (laughs) and then he's put on there he's actually put on here please don't judge me harshly we won't judge you Phil because frankly you're the top listener that's emailed things that people leave behind oh that's the Wombles yeah it is yeah you're showing your age now anyway he's put here anyway listening to a recent um, episode I found myself thinking of the M-Word podcast okay and he's put a spoiler alert but of course it won't be now because it was from two weeks ago I'm going to read this we can spoil away so the storyline concerns Kirsty Miller and Philip Moss who recently moved in together and a couple of weeks back got engaged (gasps) however since then things have got gone in haven't gone entirely smoothly firstly the whole village seemed to know about their engagement before they had a chance to tell anybody that's soaps for you isn't it don't be on a soap and tell them about your engagement Yeah, yeah not good so anyway Philip's son um, from his first marriage, accused Kirsty of being a gold digger. And finally, Kirsty's mum got her all stressed out about the guest list. So, what happens next is probably best related in their own words. And he's put here, this is what Phil's put, perhaps you could each play a part. Do you want to play oh. Kirsty or Phil? Didn't they do that programme? Kirsty and Phil? That's another Kirsty and Phil, isn't it? I've no yeah, idea. Phil, why did you suggest that? Yeah. Okay, yes, I shall be Phil. I'm not going to be Kirsty. That's just childish. All right, then. Okay, just just wanted to check. Okay, so this is Kirsty. This is So this is us acting Kirsty and Phil. It'd be just like listening to the soap opera itself, I'm sure. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the BBC give us a little phone call. Saying, Probably. Look, we heard what you've done. 
Probably. Sat the other guys. <laughs> we want you guys in. Yes, exactly. So, so I'll begin then. We've barely started planning and it's already getting out of control. It's not that I don't love you. Honestly, I really do. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But we've only been engaged a week and I'm really stressed and wound up. All I know is that two weeks ago I was really happy and now I'm we, not. We don't have to get married. What's important to me is that we're together. <laughs> Sorry. And always will be. That's what you want, isn't it? Oh, you know it is. So, Kirsty Miller, will you do me the very great honour of not being my bride? Yes, yes, I'd be very happy not to marry you. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that was dramatic, Oof. wasn't it? Do you that think, was. Do you think people were moved listening to that? Well, I, I whirled up a tear. I know, I thought I thought that was the case. Anyway, that's a beautiful bit of script that writing, isn't it? was a special moment. It was, wasn't it? Anyway, thanks for that opportunity, Phil. For reading that, I didn't Phil that wrote the email, not the Phil that you were playing. Anyway, it ju- so Phil goes on to say, it just made me think that they've had the forever conversation. Yeah. They are committed to each other and want to spend the rest of their lives together. They wanted, um, um, they wanted um, to confirm, formalise, and celebrate this, and yet the external pressures surrounding engagement and marriage had begun to take away their happiness. I wonder how often this might be the case in real life. Mm. With best wishes, Phil. Well, it's no doubt that getting married is one of those really stressful things. And you it can is. see people thinking, yeah, let's just not get married because things are okay. Yeah. But the stats show that, I mean, harshly, the, the, the stats show that people are three ti- couples are three times more likely to separate mm. without getting married. Yeah. So it seems like sometimes in life you've got to have those difficult conversations and yeah. deal with stuff. And, you I know, think so. And I think it's quite a negative view on marriage for me, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just saying that, yeah, good things come hard sometimes and it's absolutely worth it. And I, I, yeah, definitely. I think that there will always be people that will say stuff and be negative about all, lots of things in life. You've got to always come across that. And I think it's mm. something that's really valuable to you and worthwhile. Then you, you make it happen for yourself. And it is interesting because obviously they are having that forever conversation um, and have come to that conclusion. However... I I was I was sure, even though I've never listened to the archers ever in my life, that from that small bit of script, I've thought, no, Kirsty and Phil are gonna gonna come. It's gonna come good, and you'll be pleased to know that Phil did in fact follow up his email with another message, and this is I'm just gonna find it now. So he what says, happened? what happened? The archers' wedding seems to be back on, oh, albeit a much Lord. more low key affair. Kirsty has realised that she can't allow herself to be pressured out for marriage um, she wants by others' reactions and expectations. But it does link well, doesn't it, into uh, the 2020 um, yep. marriage uh, marriage week theme. Because yep. the forever conversation is that crux of actually saying, right, let us think, what are we doing? What are we doing? But did you like as well the fact that they said they went for a more low-key affair? And that's the thing people often say, it's like cost of weddings and so yeah, on. Yeah, they see wedding yeah. as being the day, rather than think, the celebration of the commitment. I think it's great they've had a low-key affair. I think there should mm. be more like that. If, you know, try and normalise, it doesn't have to be great big, I big agree. celebration. So um, so that was from Phil, but he also told us about a podcast. Which if oh, we is have, this the Rutherford and thingy? Yes. So the podcast is, let me let me find, where was it? Here we are. So um, let's, sorry, I'm just finding it. I'm just finding it. 
Okay, so it's a podcast called The Curious Cases of Rutherford and Fry, The Power of Love Valentine Special. Is that BBC again? It's BBC. Okay. But we're not going to launch into that right now. We're going to talk about the Valentine's Day stuff. And Phil, thank you for sending this stuff into us. Yeah, thanks, Phil. We've planned to talk about it, but we've realised we've already talked for quite a while. So it might just be stacking up. Um, yep. But if you want to listen to the podcast in the meantime, you can do that. So that's yeah, do so. Curious Case More of Rutherford and Fry, content The Power of Love. And it's very interesting. Um, so we're going to hopefully try and come back to that. But we're going to crack on with the Valentine's Day kind of theme of the yes. love it or hate it. Um, because people definitely do. It's a big divider, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Some people will look entirely at the Valentine has become a hugely commercialised thing. And therefore, you get pressure from people that want to sell stuff that you should do things and yeah. get an expectation that's nothing to do with your relationship because you've got to buy stuff and join in and the whole that thing. Yeah. You know. And then the flip side is a lot of people just think, oh, that's nice. I'll do that. You know, and don't get so into it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So. But I think it's important to note, though, that Valentine's is a. Is it like, well, how do you know well, how far back the tradition goes? Because the story I, is like, I don't know, third, fourth century, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. I, Valentine. Yeah, I don't know when people started officially celebrating. I didn't look that up. I did look up about the background. So, I mean, definition is, you know, the day when people show tell, their affection. Tell the story. For another person or people by sending cards, flowers or chocolates with messages of love. So who was St. Valentine? The day gets its name from a famous saint, but there are several stories of who he was. The popular belief about St. Valentine is that he was a priest from Rome in the 3rd century AD. Emperor Claudius II had banned marriage because he thought married men were bad soldiers. Valentine felt this was unfair, so he broke the rules and arranged marriages in secret. When Claudius found out, Valentine was thrown into jail and sentenced to death. There he fell in love with the jailer's daughter and when he was taken to be killed on the 14th of February, he sent her a love letter signed from your Valentine. So that's mm. that's basically the story um, of St. Valentine. And have you, have you found well, something Well, I've out? just, our producer's just been whispering in my, in my <laughs> ear that actually <laughs> Valentine's Day as a celebration uh, is actually very, very old. It's thought to have originated from a Roman festival. Mm. So it's not, you know, card manufacturers saying let's make something out of this as in not they're yeah. not they're not creating the event yeah. from an old story. It's not like creating, um, you know, so yeah, the Romans, favorite sock day. The, the Romans had a, a festival called Lupercalia. Oh, it middle, sounds, sounds nasty, doesn't it? Oh, I know, get cream for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the middle of February, which yeah. is officially the start of their springtime, ah. which is interesting. I quite like that idea because spring is my favourite season. Um, anyway, it's thought that as part of the celebration, boys drew names of girls from a box. There'd be boyfriend and girlfriend during the festival and sometimes they'd get married. That seems <laughs> that's sort of one extreme to the other. So it's like a lucky dip type thing then. <laughs> yeah, and then... Later, the church took that celebration and linked it to St. Valentine and sort of made that as a celebration there. Mm. So, there we go. Well, there. Thank you for Thank that, Thank you, Nick. production team. So, uh, so... <laughs> Google. So, in fact, in fact, as you say, it's not card companies. They're, they're kind of jumping on the on the back of that, aren't they? But yeah. But like I Father's mean, Day. I mean... Well, yeah, that's true, because yeah, that's... That... Well, that's really important. Big presence needed. Yeah, move on, move on. <laughs> but, I mean, I... I I don't have a really strong feeling about it. I will be honest and say I have always liked having a card from you. And, 
you know, I just think it's a nice, fun thing to do. And I am a bit of a romantic. And I don't I don't think that if you don't send me a card that you don't love me. Because I have had people say to me, I don't need Valentine's Day for my yeah. husband or wife to tell me they love me. And I'm thinking, no, nor do I. It's, you know, I just think it's it's just quite nice. It's quite good fun. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really nice to be thought of, isn't it? It's yeah. like birthday presents. And it's an opportunity to say, hey, let me just take stock yeah. and say... You're lovely. So, thanks. Aww. So I I do think that if, I mean, I guess the, the slight dilemma is if one of you really likes it and the other one doesn't like it and thinks it's mm. thinks it's pants, you know, then that's that could be a bit tricky. But I think probably the thing I'd say is if it's a bit like, um, you know, we've talked before about love languages and I thought mm. it might be good to just remind ourselves Goodbye, of those. Just buy pants as a present. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. No. Why? Because they thought it was... Pants. Oh, Move on. We'll edit that dear. out. Oh dear. Anyway, nah, so um, the <laughs> the idea that you're if if it's important to one of you and not to the other, then then just think, well, if that's something that's going to mean something to them, then it's an easy win, isn't it? This is a nice thing to do. But yeah. it does come to this this idea. Actually, it led me to think about love languages and how we respond. And this is obviously. Valentine's Day is a fun thing to do and if it means something to your other half then why not join in it doesn't mean that we can't carry on showing love and commitment to each other throughout the entire year and we do want to do that we don't want to just wait till Valentine's Day either yeah so we've talked before about love languages but not for a while I don't think you had a little chat with Vanessa Phelps about love languages yes I did yeah I did mention that didn't I yeah when she did the I'm gonna vomit nonsense or whatever she said yeah she well she said vomo that was a thing, and I thought that was a vomo word, vomo. I think vomo is a vomo word, don't you? Like, what does yes. that mean, you know? It's just a bit sort of whatever. So anyhow, anyway. so love languages. Um, the point is we all respond to one another differently, and it's important for us to understand how our other half responds in love, what, what kind of... Um, how how do they want to be treated, or what do they, what do they want said to them, or what do they want? Are there things they particularly enjoy, you know, being done, etc. And that's how we can show our love because ultimately Valentine's Day is a way of expressing your love to somebody. Um, but you know, it doesn't have to just be about that. It doesn't have to be about a card. Um, there are lots of different things you can do. So the five love languages are physical touch. So it might be that you or your partner enjoy physical touch and it's not just sex but it's like holding hands it's sitting close together on the sofa or something and and touch touch it's appreciating closeness yeah exactly um acts of service so you know doing stuff just being thoughtful kind and helping yeah yeah exactly and um it's funny though you go through this thinking yes that's important yes that's important that's important but there are ones that definitely will stand out for you receiving gifts that's more like to be the sort of person that likes valentine's day i suspect yes i would have thought so you know that kind of but again it's not about buying huge presents it's just it's just an acknowledgement that you've thought about somebody so you might see something and think I know they'd really like that or you know if if I buy something for you Nick and and I think ah oh, he'll really love that it's like a quirky thing that he mentioned the other day or something mm. like you know that kind of thing so it's again it's it's showing that you're thinking about them quality time spending decent yeah, chunks of time together yeah being willing to commit time for one another and stuff like that and although it's a love language and it's quality time it's also one of those things that of course we do need to invest time with one another um and then words of affirmation as well so you said that very well 
Thank you very much. Excellent. Um, I know what you mean, though. It's like all of those sound good. So, but it's if, in particular, some people really resonate with, with some of those. And, and actually, the reason why these have been written about, I think it was Dr. Gary Chapman, I think, and he is an American guy, because Vanessa said it must be someone from America, but it is an American guy, I think, that came up with this concept, as I, I understand. And, and it's now been looked at and talked about by lots of relationship experts, because... We, you know, how we relate to one another, relating is about communicating, it's about connecting. Yeah. So, in a relationship, you need to know how to relate, to communicate, and to connect. How do you do that if you're in love with somebody? How do you maintain that? How do you keep that mm. relationship going forever, that marriage going forever? You understand how to communicate with them mm. using their love language. So, that means if it's something that that you as particularly important to you, but it's not important to me that I make a special effort to do that thing. Yeah. You know, I know. I think an easy one might be, um, for example, um, touch. So for us, we both actually. In fact, this is quite. This is actually easy for us because we both really appreciate. That's definitely a love language for us. So we both. Yeah, we're definitely that like, sad old couple that like holding hands still. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just. It's nice. Yeah, just do. So um, so things like that, it's easy for us to tell. But if I didn't particularly feel that way, um, it would mean I would just be trying to consciously do that and make the effort to do yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, you might think it doesn't feel very spontaneous or it's a bit sort of, you know, to, to pre-think I must hold Nick's hand at some point. But that in itself is showing that you love that person. I suppose at the end of the day, it. it's about knowing, knowing mm. each other, isn't it? Yeah. And understanding what each other appreciate yeah. and simply as an act of kindness, responding to that. Yeah. Not judging whether it's right or wrong or important or not. If yeah. someone likes it, do it. Yeah, absolutely. In the same way, if, if something winds someone up, even if they're wrong and they shouldn't be wound up by it, you just choose not to do it because yeah. it's, it's kind. It is exactly right. So so I guess the whole, you know, Valentine's Day, love it or hate it, I think, I think just find a way of you know settling it between yourselves of what's important and what's not make sure you both know as well because if one person's yep. expecting a card and they don't get it you know Awkward. and you know you're thinking well what's a big deal i don't know why they're expecting a card but if it's something's important to them well you know so be it almost yeah you know it's not worth fighting some of these things agreed so so shall we carry on then because it is valentine's day we're saying love it or hate it let's explore love a little bit more shall we okay and the reason i say that is because this then brings us back to the um this um podcast because i think we might go over a little bit today but i think we should just touch on some of this stuff from the podcast yeah so, i've not heard this so what's the and big I didn't, picture on i didn't hear all of it because i didn't have a chance to but i dipped in and out but one of the things it was talking about really is um it was called the power of love okay. and what what they established early on is that um human Human love is not an emotion, it's a drive, much like hunger or thirst, which I thought was very interesting. And I actually looked up um, a bit, bit more about this. Is on, that their term for it? Or is this, are they a, saying no, that's a, how a, it's a human drive is a, is a term that would be recognised. So okay. hunger would be recognised as a human drive. Right. The reason it's described that way is because we are driven to eat. We need, we need to eat, don't we? We need okay. to. So our body drives us and the, the reason why they know love is the same is because they did this well on they talked about this on this podcast actually they had this as they described it they had a loved up couple in a brain scanner to investigate <laughs> nice. the power of love is how they put it and they could see that um that this this couple there were these um i guess um sensors or lights or something that showed up on the mri at the base 
of the of the brain, and that's mm. in the same area where sensors show up for hunger and thirst. So they know that's how we know it's a drive. Well, the base of the brain as well has got your most sort of fundamental characteristics, like your, for example, your fight flight and yeah. freeze right um, sort of you know when when there's danger so even with very simple creatures that part of the brain's there mm. and they don't have such a large frontal cortex right like frontal okay. lobes and frontal lobes is where all this sort of oh mind the microphone <laughs> frontal lobes is where all all the kind of logical thinking more intellectual stuff yeah. So back at the base of the brain is those real basic drives, like you say, yeah. like the thing that makes you want to eat and strive for food. Yeah. And it might trigger an emotion. Yeah. I'm going to get angry because I want to fight you for this food. Yeah. But I see what you mean by the drive is more basic. Yeah. So love is what is like that. And I, I, I mean, there's a lot on this podcast that was really interesting, but I, I was really fascinated by that, that it's that it's a drive because people talk about love as an emotion. And on this other website that I found, they said um, how... Um, the scientific community, this is quoting this website, the scientific community, um, the, the conservative definition of an emotion is a facial expression. Happiness, sadness, disgust, surprise, these and other basic emotions can easily, see, easily be seen on the face. But love but can drives, be seen on the face though, can't is, it? But drives are not linked with specific facial expressions. So they're probably looking at very clinical, scientific I see what you way. mean. Like feeling happy, there's a standard facial yeah. expression that links look, to there's, it. There's one now. But look, look at my face, I'm in love. Yeah, Just yeah. Doesn't, yeah, it's not obvious, is it, on that plain, particular expression? Plain, yeah. dull. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're kind of saying. It's this sort of, um, okay. it's different. It's not in that same category. I will accept that. So a drive focuses on, on behaviour, on a goal. Um, so, which is why we said about the food or drinking, we know we have to do that. Yeah. But what I was really interested in, we've talked before about reliable love. It's a quote that Harry Benson from Marriage Foundation has used. And he often starts interviews when he does interviews and saying, everybody wants reliable love. Mm. And in another way, he's saying what this podcast was talking about, that there is a basic human drive to love. Okay. So there's that in us, which is why... Mm. It's why relationships underpin so much of our lives and the things that we do. Relationship is important in all aspects of our lives. Not, I don't, I'm not just talking about romantic, but in order to, to get on in life, to enjoy life. Even if you're a bit of a recluse, you still need to connect and relate to people in some way or another. And finding that, you know, finding love, it might not be a romantic love. It might yeah. be something different, but there is a basic human drive. Um, that we need to kind of respond to. Very um, interesting. So I, I thought that was really interesting, and therefore there is other, there are other things to talk about from this podcast. And I, again, I'm stacking those up for future podcasts. Yeah, definitely, we'll come back to that. Um, and I might even say, let's explore this further because this was just an idea that was brought to us by Phil. Um, yeah. but I mean, it, it's a bit clinical, though, isn't it? As well, yeah. you're kind of saying, right, we all analyse love, and it's a kind of chemical state of the brain. Yeah, but um, then again. I mean, there's that whole thing about what is emotion, character and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Is it purely just the makeup of your brain or is there something more? Yeah. Is it deeper? Yeah. So, yeah, it is. I know what you mean. It does feel a bit clinical. And they did talk about that later on and saying, you know, is science kind of taking all the mystery and all the fun out of it? But actually, we, we are also driven to understand, aren't we? Mm. And to know what's going on. And I think it's quite a useful thing to understand that what you're feeling isn't an emotion and to think, okay, I feel emotion and I can feel, I, there are times when I can feel 
kind of, you know, really in love with you, Nick, because I'm in that kind of mood or so on. But if I don't feel that way, my love is that constant, that it's that, that drive choice. within me. And there's a choice so I, as well. I think that it's almost, a, it can be a bit of a release for people if they're feeling like, I'm not really in a Valentine's Day kind of mood particularly, but there's a basic drive in me that knows I'm, I want to love and I want to, you know, pursue that goal of love with that mm. person. And if it means a Valentine's Day card to please them, you know, then so be it. Yes, please. Would you like a Valentine's Day card? Um, yeah, go on then. Yeah, you're not that bothered, are you, really? But you want one. <laughs> you see? You see how this works? That's why I'm doing this episode, to make sure I get a card. You mean we've talked for half an hour just simply so I uh, remember to get you a card on Friday? yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so don't forget now, it'd be really awkward. I know, wouldn't it though? Tune in next <laughs> time to find out, did I remember to buy you or a card? if it would just be one of us talking about <laughs> the outcomes of Valentine's Day. Yeah, and we'll close uh, it on the year. But anyway, that's it, isn't it, for today? It is indeed. Um, I feel like I've spoken quite a lot today, but... Um, yeah, but you've spoken very well. And I did... Yeah, I did a lot of the prep today. You've had such a, yeah. you've been at school today, haven't you? And it's Saturday. I know. I've got a busy week this week as well because it's school show. What is the show you're the doing? The school show is fame. I know, it's great, so isn't it? So I'm playing bass guitar in the school show, which is fun. So today I went into school to rehearse for the afternoon, final rehearsals. And then, yeah, we've got performances. We've got a dress rehearsal performance on Monday during mm. the day to a, a school next to us. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, late night at the school performing. Wow, there. So busy week. We'll have so much to tell you about next time, won't we? Oh, indeed. Yeah. So anyway, thank you again for listening. Do yep. drop us a line and um, have a great Valentine's Day. Whether yes. you celebrate it or not, just enjoy. You know, enjoy. Wonderful. Thanks, Em. Yeah, Bye. thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>